Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, real quick. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hello, hello, and welcome to the new Mindset Who Dis podcast. My name is Case Kenny at Case.Kenny on Instagram. And this is my weekly podcast where I create short, no BS episodes dedicated to helping you be the person you're meant to be, leave your comfort zone, and live a fulfilling and purposeful life. Let's go. Welcome to episode 445. Hello, my friend. Welcome to a fresh new episode of New Mindset Who Dis. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting me. And today I want to talk about what men find attractive. Kind of, kind of, kind of not. Admittedly, that's a bit of clickbait because I want to talk about what should make anyone attracted to you, what should make you attracted to anyone, what attracts you to someone, what attracts someone to you, men, women, whatever, whatever your preference is or however you identify. And, you know, I put what men find attractive in the title because I have a like 70% female following and I post a lot of questions and ask people to DM me on Instagram or text me all the time so that I can see what's on your mind. And the other day I got a question from someone, from a woman who dates men, and she said, how do I make a guy see what I have to offer? How do I make a guy see what I have to offer? And she talked about how she's frustrated in dating because she puts forth a lot of effort. You know, she's eager. She's willing to try first and feel first and all the things I talk about on the pod a lot. And she said she was just frustrated because she keeps coming across guys who don't reciprocate or who don't seemingly see the amazingness that she brings to the table. And so I read that question and I was thinking about what my answer would be. I don't like approaching mindfulness from the perspective of men do this and women do that. I just don't think it's accurate or fair. Um, You know, certainly, as I've talked about on the podcast before, there are tendencies and leanings and conditionings that are more unique to men or women. And I've discussed those before. But I was thinking about this question. How do I make a guy see what I have to offer? And what I came up with is not men want this and women want that. Um, It's an overall comment about what humans find attractive. And so when thinking about this question in any context, I am drawn back, mindfulness draws me back to the idea of your worth and how other people can tell if you have a sense of worth about you or if you're doubting it. And that sense can make someone attracted to you or not and you to them. So I want to talk about this briefly here. 
specifically that being happy on your own terms is attractive. Being happy on your own terms is attractive. Being happy on your own is how you show someone what you bring to the table. Being happy on your own obviously is a great thing because then you are literally happy on your own and that speaks for itself but bigger than that it's an attractive quality when it comes to the people you might date or might be in a relationship with because they can sense it that's you being happy on your own or not and then that's you choosing someone else to amplify that happiness you've already created for yourself that is attractive that is attractive because I think about dating and relationships and I think the hallmark of a healthy relationship is that both people want each other, but technically they don't need each other. That is, being together is a choice made from a healthy sense of self and confidence and self-esteem. It's a choice, not a need. It's a choice, not dependent. It's a choice, not rushed, not chased, not forced. It's a want. It's a decision made from wholeness. It's a decision made from both people being happy on their own. So I want to talk about this. And to the question, how do I make a guy see what I have to offer? Well, I think you stop that. <laughs> you stop that. You show yourself what you have to offer. You show yourself that frequently and vibrantly. And you use that to remind yourself that the right person in your life is one that you choose, not one that you need. And you deserve someone who wants you, doesn't need you. Because what you have to offer and what they have to offer isn't a measure of completing each other. It's amplifying the happiness you both have independent of each other. And that is the difference between want and need. And that's the topic here. You deserve someone who wants you, who doesn't need you. They want you. And wouldn't you say that that's what you deserve in a relationship? Because there's a big difference there, right? You deserve someone who is confident in themselves, their place in the world, and their habits, and their behavior, and their visions. And they want you to be a part of that. They don't need you. It's not a forced, it's not a forced thing. It's not a codependent thing. It's none of that. They choose you because they want you. That is, their decision about having someone in their life comes from a place of intention and mindfulness. It's not forced, it's not rushed, it's not codependent. It's a choice. It's a choice made from the self-worth and happiness they've already created for themselves. What about you? Is that a true statement for you? Is that what you want? Is that what you deserve? That when you look out at potential people or maybe your current person, that you deserve someone who wants you, who doesn't need you. You deserve someone who makes that choice out of intention. You deserve someone who is complete on their own and your presence in their life amplifies that. Is that a true statement for you? Do you agree? Well, maybe let's consider the flip side too. When it comes to the vision you have for a partner in your life, wouldn't you say you deserve someone you want, not need, right? Same mindset. You deserve a healthy union with someone, not one that your insecurity rushes you into or that your conditioning makes you think you're incomplete without or that you find yourself chasing out of some kind of desperation. You're good with them and you're good without them. Want versus need. So back to the question, when it comes to people looking at you, you know, practically when you're dating and you're wondering if someone finds you attractive. Well, like I said, I don't really like that mindset. Do they find me attractive? Because I'd rather you focus on if you find them attractive. And while you put your best foot forward and you do the things you say you want in a relationship, you're not obsessing over their perception of you. But practically we do, of course, have to consider this. Do they find you attractive? And so to that, I would say being happy on your own is attractive. 
being happy on your own is attractive. Men find that attractive. Women find that attractive. I'm sure you find that attractive. Why? Well, because in my opinion and in my experience, someone who is happy on their own, let's say that's you, that's you. When that's the case, and you enter into a relationship with someone else, they recognize that you are choosing them because you want them, not because you need them. And that's a big deal. And it's attractive because it's healthy attraction. It really is. And as we've reviewed, it's a sign of healthy mentality, a healthy relationship, because people can sense the opposite. People can sense desperation, rushing, forced behavior, chasing behavior. You can, right? I'm sure you can. You can sense when someone is trying to come into your life and they're like incomplete without you or they're incomplete on their own there. They need someone in their life to feel alive or worthy. You can absolutely sense when someone is operating from that mentality, but being happy on your own, that is attractive. And that is the difference between want and need doing your best to be happy on your own, being rooted in that as your intention. And so when it comes to you, I'd encourage you to ask yourself this question. Are you happy on your own? And well, maybe not fully because you want a partner. And I think that's great. You know, I talk a lot about how a partner can enhance your life. So I don't think it's unfair to say a partner can and should make you happier. Absolutely. But between now and that point in the way you live your life and the way that you look at life around you and interact with people, are you happy on your own? Are you happy on your own? Practically, I'm just asking all of us to get to the root of our aversion to being single, to embracing insecurity, to challenging codependent views of relationships, to challenge uh, a sense of desperation that we may or may not be operating from. And this isn't even an episode about being single necessarily. It's just an episode to highlight the idea of having someone special in your life because you want them, not because you need them or being that special person in someone else's life because they want you, not because they need you. What do you think about Hey, real quick, this episode is sponsored by Hero Bread. And something I'm into lately, as simple as it sounds, is toast. A nice toasted piece of bread, so simple, maybe some butter, maybe some jam, but just toast. It's the best. But as someone who is making an effort to invest in my health and fitness and diet, the carb fear is real. And the result is I don't get to enjoy a nice piece of toast as often or as guilt-free as I'd like. So I'm definitely grateful for Hero Bread. Their bread options have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and it's high in fiber. It's got the same soft, fluffy experience you love when enjoying a BLT or a burrito or a burger or toast. And they were kind enough to send me some loaves and I can attest to it being the same experience I crave, but now guilt-free. They also sent me some tortillas, which are great. They have bread loaves, buns, biscuits, tortillas, anything to match your bread cravings. So don't give up on being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code newmindset at checkout. That's newmindset at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Hey, real quick. This episode is sponsored by Quince. And I'm a pretty simple guy, a man of simple pleasures, but I do occasionally like to dress up and step out. And that's why I'm excited to work with Quince to help me elevate my style without breaking the bank. 
By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And that's why their items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they have all the must-haves like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, 100% leather jackets, and a versatile flow knit activewear. Quince was kind enough to hook me up with a sick gold Cuban bracelet and a really stylish performance flow knit t-shirt. Really my style, simple but with a pop of luxury, and as advertised, it was very affordable. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash new mindset for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash new mindset to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash new mindset. What do you think about that? When you find yourself needing someone else, I think the clinical definition of that is codependency. That is you, that is them, that is us. Realistically, just letting go of the greatest thing we have in life, and that's our ability to be independent and solely reliant on ourselves and whole and complete on our own terms, self-sufficient and empowered by our own thoughts and our own actions and our own <laughs> the way we take up space in life. That's needing someone else. But wanting someone else, on the other hand, is you choosing that your life is enhanced by that person. Your existing happiness is amplified by them. You are complete with them, and you're also complete without them. And you choosing them from a place of want is the greatest sign that their presence amplifies the happiness you've been creating. It's not a codependent decision. It's not a decision made from lack or from insecurity. It's you deciding your life is made better because of their presence there. But even without them, you're still happy on your own. And I know that we're reaching here a little bit because it's not easy to do this amidst pressure and you know our natural inclination to, to want someone in our lives. But isn't this energizing to embrace, to push yourself to a point where you're happy on your own, where you're free to date and try and feel and put yourself out there but even if you do and you let someone in and it doesn't lead anywhere, you're okay because you didn't need that. You wanted it. You are complete and happy on your own. You're simply looking for an addition to it that you want. And in a sense, doesn't that kind of take the pressure off a bit to approach what you want from that perspective? To, to want something to maybe be hurt or rejected, but because you didn't need it, in a sense, you can move on. It might not like take the edge off disappointment for sure, but it changes the weight of those situations. Like the one I was DM'd about, for instance, where someone's worth wasn't recognized, where maybe your worth wasn't recognized. You want someone to see it, but you don't need it. And that's the goal, at least. And it's easier said than done, of course. But I think it's energizing to consider this. And we started within the context of what's attractive to other people. And I think this is it. This is a big part of it. The way that your sense of self exudes from you with or without a partner. People can sense that just as you can sense it in someone else. You can sense whether one has a sense of, of self and centeredness and wholeness. Absolutely. But bigger than that, I want to wrap up here with a reminder about you, about me, about the way that we go about finding and being with a partner in life. Want versus need. That's you living and loving and wanting to find someone to share your life with, but not needing it, not needing someone in your life as a permission slip of sorts to be happy, to be engaged with the world around you. Their presence in your life amplifies your happiness. That's happiness that you've already created for yourself. 
You want them around. Absolutely. You want them around for late nights and early mornings. You want them around to bounce crazy ideas off of someone to support you in the way that you support them. You want to include someone in the big decisions you make in life. You want someone who motivates you, right? You want those things, but you don't need them necessarily because you also motivate yourself. You also support yourself. You also make the big decisions in your life. But having someone there amplifies that ability. And I don't know, it's a small thing. We're talking about two words here, want versus need. But I think it's a big, big mindset shift. And, and frankly, it, this idea, just at face value, it leads us to the point where we can address maybe our conditioning, maybe anxious attachment styles, maybe the way that we tend to chase other people. It gives us the ability to, te- like to simply take a step back and say, do I want this person or do I need this person? Do I want this person or do I need this person? And if it's the latter, why do I feel this sense of need? Why do I feel this sense of dependency? What can I address in my life to get to a point of wholeness on my own? Why am I approaching this person, this relationship from a place of lack, of needing to fill a void? And that certainly is a topic for a therapist to help you unpack because there's a lot there, of course. But maybe just by hearing this episode, it can give you a light bulb moment in your dating life. Just something to consider. Want versus need. And back to the original question, how do I make a guy see what I have to offer? Well, I think with everything that we're talking about here, uh, you don't. You don't make someone see it. You don't show them. You don't showcase it. You don't do anything like that. You simply push yourself to be happy on your own, where the addition of someone else in your life is a want, not a need. You show yourself the happiness you've created on your own, that you're creating on your own, that you're working on. And then that exudes from everything you do and the way you carry yourself and how you act. You don't chase. You're confident in yourself. You've proven to yourself what you're capable of doing. You trust your life's timing. And that, amidst all the amazing things you've got going on, it shows that you're willing to choose someone else to come along for the ride. That is attractive. In the same way, you'd say it's attractive to you. It's attractive to other people. But beyond the practicality of that and the way that you know people can kind of sense that in dating, it's the intention behind it that really matters to you, that matters to me. That is our ability to remind ourselves that we are fully capable of living and loving and pushing ourselves to a point of wholeness on our own, of not rushing, not forcing, and in the process, creating our own version of happiness and fulfillment and adventure and just enjoyment of life that can and will be made better by someone else. But in the meantime, it's okay to enjoy the process because our mindset is one of want, not need. And we expect the same of someone else in our life. So I'll end it right there. Just something to think about. If this was helpful, I'd be super grateful if you'd share the episode with a friend. Maybe send it to someone who you love and who you know brings so much to the table. And this might be an energizing reminder for them. But that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting me. And until next episode, I'm out.
time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Hey, real quick, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And, you know, if you're like me, you're always wishing for more time in life, right? Like, I wish I had more time. I wish I had more time to do blank. I wish, I wish, I wish. And as much as practically having a couple more hours in a day would be cool, a bit more time to do what we love instead of jobs and responsibilities, it begs the question, what would we do with that time? Not just wishful, I want more time, but for what? What would I do with that time? What really matters to me? What brings me joy? What enhances my life instead of just filling time and space with? Well, to answer that question, I think therapy can help. Therapy can help you find what matters so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash New Mindset today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash New Mindset.